Welcome to the Accounting on Purpose podcast series. In this series, we focus on accounting not as numbers on a page, but as a language. And with any language, it's about communication and finding shared meaning. Topics include things from what is a debit and credit, right through to how we use accounting to tell the story. G'day, Justin Hulk from Source here, talking all things budgets. Um, today, before we start actually, I thought I'd share interesting, I was just looking... Um, at the history of the word budget, just to find out where it came from, because you know, just for something to do, um, and it's a relatively new word, which is interesting. Um, it does potentially have a Latin background, but one of the word derivations it may have came from is the word bilge, which is the lower part of the hull on the ship, where all the muck and junk goes to, <laughs> and is largely thought of as irrelevant. Um, so I thought that was quite funny in terms of where a budget might come from. Obviously, it's evolved since then, and Hopefully, with looking at some of this, getting some of the information through videos like this, you can take a budget to a new level and raise it away from being mostly irrelevant. So, <laughs> with that, let's talk about incremental budgeting and some mistakes that people make, and I suppose how to avoid some of the mistakes that you can have in your budget process, uh, specifically when doing incremental budgeting. Now, incremental budgeting, I think we've, we've spoken about previously. That process is where you take last year's results and you effectively massage them um, to create your budget for your following year. So it's a relatively quick process, low resources required, but gets you to a budget pretty quickly. So what are things you should look out for? One, and this might sound a bit odd, but don't get too detailed. Now, that seems, why would you? You're doing this process that's to doing incremental budgeting because it's a high-level process. It's relatively resource easy. Um, why would people get too detailed? Well, I think this is the uh, a challenge you have when you're creating a budget. Sometimes you do actually want to know the why. And you create this incremental budget and then you go, well, I'm not sure where these figures come from. So because you don't know where these numbers come from, you create your budget and you go, oh, well, that number looks a bit high. Why is that high? So you start diving into it and then all of a sudden what you end up doing is basically a zero-based budget where you go, okay, I want to know all the stuff that happens around this little expense item and I'm going to a real, a real lot of detail. Now, the budget isn't necessarily the place to do that. Now, let me give you an example that might help. So subscriptions. It's something that is now um, can catch businesses unaware that because there's everything, you, your apps, all your stuff you do now, your software, is all subscription-based, so subscribe for this, subscribe for that. Before you know it, you're spending you know, $500,000 a month on subscriptions. What is that? Now, absolutely you should control that cost and you should be aware of what's going on, but that is more an operational thing. So when you're spending money, how, you're, how you control your expenditure is how you should control the subscriptions. At budget time, going into detail in terms of, well, what do I spend all this money on is useful but if you don't, it's quite likely that you won't actually use that. You'll go, okay, that's what I spent it on. And then you won't look at it again until you do next year's budget. So it won't actually change anything. So therefore, it's not adding any value. So that's what I mean by don't go to do too much detail. If you're doing an incremental budget process, you are doing it because you want to do a high-level piece of work. If you want to do some detailed work on an area, be aware of that and take a different approach. Okay? The next one is with incremental budgeting is be aware of what's changing. So because you're 
doing high level, it can be quite easy to go, well, last year happened, this year is going to be the same as last year. That's it. There are things that can change in business. If you're, if you're growing, you need to be aware of how that's going to affect costs differently. You also need to be of what actually happened last year. The reason why you need to know what happened last year is if you overspent or if there's one-off expenditure that happened, you don't want to include that in your budget for the following year because then you're just raising the level of your costs and you're setting in a benchmark that actually is an overspenditure, over-expenditure. So I suppose that's why you need to make sure you understand what is changing in your business, both for new stuff you're trying to do and also what happened last year that you don't want to happen this year. The last thing is remember that the budget isn't real. Now this again is a bit funny, well they're numbers, they're numbers but they're made up. Okay, this is what you hope is going to happen. The way you make your budget real, now we're getting really existential, the way you make it real is by using it. So once you've set that budget, actually use it in measuring your actuals and how things perform during the year. So that way you, you get value out of it and you can see where you're, you're not hitting the marks. And that is what, again, if you look at other videos we've done on this, by understanding the variances that, that come up, and investigating why that's happening, that's where you'll get the value out of your budget. The other thing you can do to make it real is to use it to do forecasting. So as your year goes, amend your budget to say, well, that's not how it's going to work, to give you an idea of where you're going to end at the end, at the end of the year. So that way you sort of, it's not about, it's a forecast, which is a shorter to see where you're getting, but it gives you an idea of where things are going to land. There's three tips in terms of what to avoid in terms of incremental budgeting and how you can make sure that doing a high-level approach doesn't, doesn't inadvertently put you in a bad position. If you liked what you heard today, feel free to subscribe to the podcast series. And if you'd like some more information, check me out on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect and answer any questions you might have. Otherwise, thanks for listening. It's Justin Hogg from RightSource.